What if you could make an unlimited amount of money using your mobile phone? You can't be serious. Well, you can. Believe me, there is no better feeling in the world than laying on the sofa in your PJs, making calls and making money. But you've got to be able to sell, right? Of course you do. So let me teach you. Now, believe me, when I first started sales, I was useless. And I mean useless. At 20 years old, I jumped into my first sales role. I was a cold caller and I had to make over 100 calls a day to massive conglomerate companies, selling them advertisement packages in an online magazine. And I had no sales experience whatsoever. And I remember coming straight out of training, fresh, and I would walk to the end of the office, trembling with fear with my script in hand on the phone, sounding like a robot. And I screwed up call after call after call. But at this moment in my life, I was in a lot of debt. I was in about £5,000 worth of debt. I needed to get myself out of that. And I knew the only thing standing in my way of getting out of that debt was making calls on the phone. And so I forced myself into an uncomfortable position. And within three months of joining my first ever sales role, I was within the top three performers in the company globally. So today, I'm going to give you my top four tips on how to get better at selling on the phone so you guys can make as much money as possible. Number one, be casual yet confident. Let's be honest, the majority of people do not like receiving cold calls. So the worst thing that we could do is sound like a cold caller. Most people in sales sound like some over the top game show host, right? They call up, they're like, hey sir, how are you doing today? Can I speak to Mr. Johnson, please? No, you can't speak to Mr. Johnson. Who even are you? What do you want, right? That's the worst thing we could do is sound scripted. It sound over the top and over infused. Let's be cool, let's be calm, let's be collected. Let's speak to somebody as if we're speaking to our friend. And I always like to advise that to people who are getting started in cold calling. Speak to this person like you already know them. Assume familiarity. So when you call someone up, let's say the name is John Smith, instead of saying, hey, can I speak to Mr. Smith? Or, hey, can you put me through to John Smith? No, you don't sound familiar. Who calls their friend and says, hey, can I call up? Can I speak to Mr. or first name, last name? Just doesn't work. So. Hey, can I speak to John, please? Hey, can you put me through to John, please? Hey, how are you doing? Can you put me through to John? Right, done. It's as simple as that. Let's pretend we are already familiar with that person and whoever is picking up the phone, the gatekeeper, the receptionist, whoever gets the phone first, is going to presume that you already know that person. You have some kind of familiarity with them. You're going to get through to them. And the same when we actually get through and speak to that person. Hey, John, how are you doing? Right? Let's pretend it's like, hang on, do I know this person? Let me just give this person a little bit of time before I shut them down and get them off the phone. So assume familiarity, act calm and collected, and be confident. Speak to somebody on a human level and build a relationship with them. How can you build a relationship with a robot that is just reading off a script or is being over-infused with energy that they're forcing, right? We need to be able to speak to someone as if we are building a relationship with them on our day-to-day. If we bumped into someone on a night out, we bumped into someone in the shop, we're not gonna be like, hey, how are you doing? I wanna talk to you about this. I'm gonna be like, whoa, you are really weird, man. Calm down. So be calm. Number two, every call is a win. For some reason, as human beings, we perceive no to be a negative thing. And that certainly isn't the case in sales. We want our prospects to say no to us if they aren't interested in the product or service that we are offering them or if they just don't want to speak to us. Because believe me, the worst thing in sales is a counterfeit yes. When somebody says yes to you just to get you off the phone and then they never show up to your meeting and you're following them up and wasting so much time with them. 
I would rather that somebody hangs up the phone on me and says, do not call me again, I'm not interested, than somebody says yes, because they don't have the confidence to say no. And we have to accept that every time somebody says no to us, it's a learning experience. We can learn what we did wrong on that call and how we can adapt ourselves next time round. Maybe we said something that pushed their buttons. Maybe we asked an oversensitive question. Or sometimes we might just have spoke to someone that wasn't a suitable fit for us. But treat every call as a learning experience. And every time you get a no from someone, write down the objection you had and write an answer for how you can overcome that objection next time around. Now, as a bonus tip here, objections are something not to be feared. Objections are something to be welcomed. Every time we get an objection, it's an opportunity for us to sell to that person, for us to recondition the thoughts that they have within their mind and overcome any fears or doubts that they have about our product or service. So anytime you get an objection, when you come off the call, make sure you write that objection down and write an answer next to it. So next time you're on a call, you are prepared. Now, over the course of a couple of days or a couple of weeks, you're gonna have covered pretty much every objection that you can possibly possibly get when it comes to your product or service. And that's gonna make you a bulletproof seller on the phone. Number three, always use a script. Don't try and be a hero and wing it when you're first starting out in sales. It's probably not gonna work out well for you. A script is our way to guide a conversation so we ultimately reach our goal, whatever that goal is. And if you don't have a script for your product or service, then go ahead and click the link around here after this video because I created a video on how you can create a script for yourself. But a script gives us security on our call and it allows us to come back and align with our ultimate goal of making a sale. Now, I'm not saying that you should read off a piece of paper when you're on the phone. In fact, you're just gonna sound robotic and a little bit unnatural. Now, of course, you probably have to start off that way whilst you learn that script, but I would recommend everybody memorizing their script as quickly as possible so you can just reel it off from the top of your mind and use it as a framework to follow. Now, all the best salespeople would then adapt that script as they continue to sell based on the way people react to the things that you are saying. And you should always make sure to change the tonality of a script to your way of speaking, to your dialects, because ultimately, if you say things that would not normally come out of your mouth, it's probably gonna sound unnatural to the other person on the other end of the phone. So change it to your tonality and your way of speaking. Now, I remember in my sales job, this is the biggest leverage point that I had in that first cold calling center. I was walking around with this script and everybody in the office was doing it. I just copied what everybody else was doing. They all walk around with their scripts, they're reading off it, they're waiting for somebody to say the counter line that is already written down in front of them so they can give them the counter statement. And that's all they did day in, day out. Now, very early on, I felt trapped by this piece of paper. I had no freedom of expression. I was walking around holding this, just reading off it. I had no freedom of thought. And so I went home and I started memorizing this script as if I was memorizing a drama script in school. I started reading off it line by line, paragraph by paragraph, until I could memorize it and reel it off without the need of the paper whatsoever. And what that allowed me to do is unlock my freedom of thought. When I started speaking to people, I was allowed to think more spontaneously because I wasn't visually looking at words on a piece of paper. And over time, I completely adapted the script until I had something that was completely bespoke to me following the same framework that I was initially given. And that is what enabled me to build up to such a high position in these companies and to make so much commission in my early days of sales. So get a script write it down, memorize it, and then adapt it to yourself. 
And finally, number four, set appointments properly. Now, for the majority of sales-based environments, I wouldn't recommend you trying to sell to someone on their first conversation with you. You're not really going to have enough rapport. It's probably not going to work well for you, and you're going to be under-prepared. And so I would recommend you setting a meeting with that person and doing it properly. When you arrange a time to speak to somebody, set an actual time, and then after your call, send them over an email with a calendar invite so you're sure they actually turn up. You can then proceed to send them an email on the morning of that meeting or send them a text message just to remind them that they have a meeting with you that day so you can increase your show up rates. Now, an area where many salespeople screw up is in the follow-up. Sometimes we just won't be able to close somebody when we pitch them, and so we need to follow them up to try and squeeze a yes or a no from them. But the worst thing we can do in this environment is just leave it completely open because we're going to be spending time following this person up until we get an answer from them. So we need to set a meeting. So what about if we do a routine follow-up call, we speak to somebody and they say they haven't got time for us. Let's do a bit of role play. Hey Steve, it's Jordan. How are you doing? Hey Jordan, I'm good but I'm busy. Can you call back? Yeah, no worries. When do you want me to call back? Well, I'm actually busy all this week, so just call me sometime next week. Oh, well, next week's actually pretty busy for me, but I can probably do Monday or Wednesday. When works for you? Uh, Wednesday. Just call me anytime on Wednesday. Uh, on Wednesday, I can do the morning, but maybe I can probably do the early afternoon as well. When do you want to do? Uh, let's go for the morning. Cool. So Wednesday at 10 a.m. Sound good? Sweet, Jordan. I'll speak to you then. Okay, perfect. Steve, I'll send you a calendar invite now. Done. Cool. That person needed guiding into that conversation, right? There's some reason why Steve hadn't said no to me. We're not pressurizing someone into having a meeting if they haven't said no to us. There is a reason why. There's something in their brain saying, hey, I probably need to long this person out and see what they have to say so I'm sharing some kind of interest in their product or service. So we need to set a meeting so we're not wasting our time with that kind of a person uh, on trying to follow them up because they're kind of interested, they're kind of not interested. So we need to set a time to sit them down and figure out where their brain space is at with our product or our service. So that's it. Make sure you set appointments correctly and send that calendar invite so they actually turn up and give them some kind of a follow-up on the day so you have reminded them. So use those four tips and I guarantee you will get better at selling on the phone. You will make more money with your cold calling efforts. Now, if you want to learn about other outreach strategies other than cold calling, click link in the description and watch our outreach video. If you want to learn how to build a lead list of people to actually call up and reach out to and sell to, then watch our lead generation video as well. Sweet. That's it from me. I'll see you all soon. Cheers, guys.